This is Generation Justice, broadcasting from the University of New Mexico, 89.9 KUNM and KUNM.org. I'm your host, Carson Lafferty. And I'm your other host, Jordan Unverzat. Generation Justice is a multimedia project that trains youth to create media that inspires social change. And tonight, we have an exciting show for you guys. We're dedicating this next hour on early childhood development and an exhibit at the New Mexico Natural History Museum called The Wonder of Learning. We'll hear from Representative Mimi Stewart about the importance of early childhood development. We have kind of an untapped resource in New Mexico with our young children that aren't getting this kind of activity that the Wonder of Learning promotes. We'll also hear from Youth Voices who toured the Wonder of Learning exhibit as they share with us on what it taught them. Early childhood education is important because that time in a child's life is the most crucial. It's when the brain is developing most. All of this, plus an interview with the executive director of the New Mexico Association for the Education of Young Children, Badgie Rankin. She took a lead in bringing the Wonder of Learning exhibit to New Mexico. Don't forget about our awesome music selection tonight as well, Jordan. That's right, Carson. Our first song is called A Theme for Chell by Johan Scooge and Yuka Rintamaki. Stay tuned. When the Reggio Emilia exhibit comes to a city, the city increases its focus on early childhood education. Besides policy changes, the exhibit also inspires teachers, students, and families. I had the chance to interview Badgie Rankin at the Wonder of Learning exhibit. She's the executive director at the New Mexico Association for the Education of Young Children. The NMAEYC is one of New Mexico's largest nonprofit organizations working on the behalf of early childhood education professionals, young children, and their families. Take away, Jordan. Yeehaw! I'm Jordan Unverzat. I'm a Generation Justice youth producer, and I'm here with Baji Rankin. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I am currently working as executive director at the New Mexico Association for the Education of Young Children. I've worked there for 10 years, and our mission is to promote the well-being of all young children birth to age 8. So it's a big mission, and it's a wonderful mission, really, to support children and families and teachers in being the best that they can. Why is early childhood development critical for New Mexico communities? Getting all kids off to a great start is essential if we want a productive society in which families and communities are thriving. When uh, children don't get a great start, then there are all kinds of challenging situations with not being successful in school, not having the skills to get a job, not thinking of themselves as capable and competent. However, when children have adults around them, caregivers, parents, grandparents, family, whoever's around them, when those adults see the potential of children and are curious about what children are curious about, then things take off in the right direction. What was the process for bringing the Wonder of Learning exhibit to New Mexico? 
Well, let's see. 15 years ago, we had another exhibit here called The Hundred Languages of Children, which was an earlier version of this exhibit. And it was in New Mexico for six weeks at Santa Fe Community College. It was 1997. And it was a wonderful experience. A lot of people from over the state, from across the state, saw the exhibit. And it really spurred a lot of interest and ideas, uh, thinking about how to use the principles from the exhibit, from the Reggio Amelia approach. And so there were lots of people who continued on thinking about it, practicing these ideas and principles, thinking about how to practice these principles, putting it into action in classrooms, and just in interactions with children and adults. And when the new exhibit, The Wonder of Learning, began traveling around the United States, several of us, including me, said, wow, wouldn't it be great to get this new version in New Mexico? So in 2009, a group of us made an application to the organization in the United States, well, actually in North America, that's sort of organizing the exhibit here, the North American Retro Amelia Alliance. And they accepted our application and we were off and running. The exhibit has been up for a couple months now. What are some of the responses you have received? Well, let's see. Um, we were just upstairs today and there are lots of people visiting the exhibit people supporting the professional development of teachers and seeing the importance of recognizing the capacities of children, again, in doing trainings for teachers, trainings and educational opportunities for teachers. Right now upstairs at the exhibit, there are people who work in APS as family liaisons. They're studying the exhibit. And we've had several conferences and workshops and educational opportunities here at the exhibit. And many people in their evaluations or in their informal comments talk about how meaningful this exhibit is to them, giving them a bigger picture of what's possible with young children. How does this exhibit inspire you and what have you taken away from it? This exhibit inspires me in many, many ways. I love to see children's natural kind of exuberance in learning. They're running around here and there supported by teachers. Children's exploration outside touching trees, smelling trees, picking up leaves and sticks and looking at them, or picking up natural everyday objects like a paper napkin. There's some great examples of young toddlers exploring napkins, everyday objects. They're blowing these napkins and just amazed at what happens when they blow a napkin. So, Children's natural curiosity is supported. And then it isn't just left as, oh, that's, isn't that great of what children are doing? But teachers go back and talk with each other about, okay, what is it that children are exploring? What are their theories of learning? What are they, um, interested in? And so teachers then take this natural exuberance of children's learning and then provide other activities or might be new material, different material that would get children to think about it from a slightly different angle. So it is teachers who are interested in what children are interested in and then helping children take the next steps in exploring. So the exhibit goes from children's spontaneous interest 
to then children reading and writing and exploring mathematics and physics. So it is a comprehensive learning that's really exciting to see. And children are so motivated in these activities because it grew out of their own interests. What do you hope this exhibit brings to the New Mexico community? I see that it already is. This exhibit is bringing a lot of hope and vision. It's bringing the attention back to how children learn and really how adults learn. The way children learn that's documented in this exhibit is also a lot about just how humans learn. You see children exploring, discovering, growing, learning, creating. And that's a cycle of learning that I think is just basic to the human design. And so I hope we can get back to that basic human design and support not only children's learning, but the learning of adults who take care of them, their parents, grandparents, families, teachers, to really inspire the people who work with children directly and to inspire policymakers to see children's learning in this way so that this kind of learning growing from children's spontaneous exploration be supported across the state. Aside from awareness, are there any immediate shifts that you can see possible because of this exhibit? Shifts in policy or education programs? There are lots of conversations going on right now about increased funding for early childhood, better regulations for childcare and pre-K and other early learning programs, home visiting, and how those programs can work together. So, you know, I think that the exhibit for me is providing a foundation for seeing the importance of early childhood and giving us motivation for going forward with those things. You know, it's not a direct translation from the experience of children in Reggio to policy in New Mexico. That's what we have to figure out ourselves. And Reggio educators are great um, because they say, and they're glad that people are interested in their approach, but they also say, you know, we want to communicate with you about it and we want you to learn from our questions and you have to come up with your own answers. So this exhibit is providing passion and interest and motivation for us getting our act together in New Mexico and moving forward to provide high quality services to all children in New Mexico. Also, this exhibit is a great example of what one city in Italy, and it could be any community, but this city it has invested in young children. They allocate, I think it's like 12% of their budget to early childhood education. They know that to do something different, they need to start at the very beginning. And they have invested in these programs. They are investing in these programs and we get to see the result. So that is a fantastic provocation and catalyst for us to think about how we can do that for our children in New Mexico. How can young people be the leaders of early childhood development? There's such an important role for for youth in in providing leadership, not only for early childhood development, but really for all aspects of our society. Before we know it, young people are going to be the mayors, the you know, the governor, the legislators, all the policymakers. So the potential that youth have to be able to shape our future is extremely important. 
And also youth, you know, you all, I'm certainly not youth anymore, but I do think that age is much more a mindset than it is chronological age, because there can be, you know, young people who are discouraged and older people who are excited about learning. And so to me, that's that mindset is really important. And keep that mindset of the excitement of learning open for young people um, is important. And I think youth have an incredibly important role to play in this. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I just thank you for your interest, the interest that you have, and for Generation Justice in early childhood, early childhood development, and in the exhibit. And I think there's a a commonality here that we see how children getting a great start in life is going to lead to more a better situation for youth and a better situation for our whole state and country and world. So thank you very much. Thank you, Badgie, for all of your hard work bringing the wonder of learning to New Mexico. We really appreciate it. It's revitalizing to my heart. After hearing Ms. Rankin explain how early childhood development would only encourage and enhance the futures of New Mexico's children. I agree, Carson. I also like what Badgie said about age being more of a mindset than a number. When I think about my future, I try to let the things that I did for hours as a kid guide those decisions. It can be too easy to stray away from my inner voice. This is something that I bear in mind too, because I too plan to have children in the future, and what I want for them is to have the best possible outlets for early childhood development. We would like to thank you, Badgie Rankin, for sharing your thoughts with us. Now, here's a song called Kids by Mickey Echo. Generation Justice had the opportunity to attend the Wonder of Learning exhibit at the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science. The exhibit included a variety of videos and hands-on activities that featured research from the Reggio Emilia educational model. This educational approach emphasizes exploration, respect, responsibility, and community. This is done in a supportive and enriching environment that focuses on the interests of children. We had the opportunity to speak with young people about their experience at the exhibit as well as why early childhood development is so important. These young people were affiliated with the Partnership for Community Action. Here is a collection of their voices. Uh, My name is Antonio Granillo. I'm 17 years old and I'm a senior at Sandia High School. Hi, I'm Chantal Ruiz and I am 17 years old and I go to Western Trails and I work for PCA. My name is Edith Sanchez and I'm 24 years old. I uh, graduated from UNM, double major in Spanish and psychology. Uh, Also, uh, I work for the Partnership for Community Action. I do more of a, like a civic engagement. My name is Jessica Mares. I live here in Albuquerque and um, I'm 21 years old and I go to UNM. Early childhood education is important because uh, 
that time in a child's life is uh, the most crucial. It's when the brain is developing most. It's gonna take the the bad stigma like learning has, because the children can have fun while learning. I feel that there has to be more parents involved in schools, as well as uh, learning about just the psychology aspect about it. Their early stages is the most important stages of their life. The uh, amount of effort we put into educating children at that age will allow them to be more successful later on in life. The one part of the exhibit that stood out to me was a video that showed such a simple exploration of uh, kids hitting their feet against stairs and the kids describing the sound waves that they heard from the stairs and just seeing how free these kids are to explore is what makes the Wonder of Learning exhibit so powerful. The part of the exhibit that stood out to me the most was the sounds where they had to hear the sounds, they listen to the sound and they have to draw what they hear. It was very interesting how they can work with technology and they, they weren't afraid like, oh, it's new, I don't know what to do with this. So. said I have three nieces, they have iPads, and they're really smart with the iPads. They could, like, it catches my attention because I've known, I know that there's like adults that don't know how to work a computer. I learned that um, kids uh, at that age with that program um, learn more because society doesn't tell them you can't do this. Um, they have imagination, they let it go free, so they learn more things and then they are able to learn stuff what, that we didn't learn. I got to learn a little about how uh, children in the Reggio Emilia uh, pedagogy learn and uh, how they explore their environment. They process things faster when they're younger and when they learn younger. Although it, it promotes imagination, it does it in a way that's structured so that these kids are actually learning. I believe that the children now have more opportunities than what I did when I was younger. It makes me think of my future. It makes me think of if I really want to have kids. Uh, I'm really happy that I came and got to see the exhibit. I definitely want to come back and look a little more deeply um, at the different aspects of the pedagogy and maybe bring along some of my friends from school because I know they'd be really interested in it. I guess I can sometimes be more like a kid and not think like, oh, this is not like how you do it, like go through another path and doing the same thing. Because sometimes side like tells you this is the right path, but there's more to get the same answer. So I think it can help me more in like my studies to think like a kid, have fun with it also. This exhibit's topic is similar to a theme one of my favorite artists, Kanye West, consistently expresses. In his song Power, he says, My childlike creativity, purity, and honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts. He's fighting to tap into his inner child so that he can reach his full potential artistically without being held back by his consciousness or societal norms. To be able to create without restrictions is a gift. It's inspiring there are so many people around the world who are working hard to give children a foundation 
to explore their education freely. The use of imagination and creativity creates the bridge between early childhood development and critical learning. Thank you to Antonio Grinnell, Chantel Reese, Edith Sanchez, and Jessica Mares for speaking with us. Now, here's the bird and the bee with a song called Sarah Smile. I feel I can't go on. You come and hold me. It's you and me forever. The exhibit not only explains the Reggio Emilio approach, but it encourages child educators to help create change in their own communities. Because of the wonder of learning, New Mexico educators might become inspired to help instigate policy changes here in New Mexico early education programs. Mimi Stewart is a state representative for New Mexico's District 21. My co-host, Jordan, had the opportunity to interview her at the exhibit. Let's listen to that interview. I'm Jordan Unverzat. I'm a Generation Justice Youth Producer, and I'm here with Mimi Stewart. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Mimi Stewart, a state representative from House District 21. I've served in the legislature for 20 years. Um, I'm a public school teacher, retired from the classroom after 30 years. Um, my focus has been teaching children how to read, and I have a master's degree in early childhood education from Wheelock College. Why is early childhood development critical for New Mexico communities? You know, New Mexico has one of the largest percentages of children that don't have a pre-kindergarten program, an early learning program. And what you can see from this exhibit here, The Wonder of Learning, is how important that kind of learning is. Um, running, talking, exploring, learning how to be in the world, learning about how to get along with your fellow three and four and five-year-olds. All of this early learning is a prerequisite to being able to always be a learner, to like learning, to like school, to be an active participant in your own life in learning, and to translate that into an acceptance of school. So we have kind of an untapped resource in New Mexico with our young children that aren't getting this kind of activity that the wonder of learning promotes. What is the state of early childhood development programs and policy in New Mexico today? Well, we have some positive things. We have started to expand our pre-kindergarten program, both in the public schools and through the Children, Youth, and Families Department. We do have an early learning grant that we're using to try to promote the kind of high-quality early childhood program that this exhibit promotes. Um, we have put more and more funding into that early learning, but there's a long way to go. We really need to expand our pre-kindergarten programs and our learning programs and have it be more accessible to more of our children. So what differences did you notice between the early learning programs in Reggio Emilia, Italy, and in New Mexico's education system? Wow, well, I really wish I could go to Reggio Emilia in person and see it up close because that whole city has dedicated themselves to learning for young children. 
They have this incredible recycling program. They have empty buildings dedicated to having these children come and explore that kind of space. So we can learn a lot from them. We can learn a lot from their focus on letting children explore and guiding that exploration and listening to what they say and learning from them and having it be an exciting time. The uh, wonder of learning, it's just such a perfect name for this whole exhibit because they really do focus on how fun it is to be a young child if you're in a good learning environment. So, you know, we have some really good early childhood educators. We have some good programs, but to really ramp it up like Reggio Emilia has would take a lot more work for all of us. And there's many of us that are dedicated to doing that. So, I mean, it would be great if we could turn Albuquerque or Santa Fe or our whole state into the kind of focus on early childhood learning that Reggio Emilia has. What specifically in this exhibit inspires you? What have you taken away from it? The videos and the audio of children learning is what's really so exciting because you see them start in a space where they're trying to understand it and turn it into their own space. And then you see their progression of capturing the sounds, putting those sounds on paper or exhibits, listening to each other, learning from each other, and having it be a game. I mean, when you watch these videos, you just see what children are taking away from these spaces that are dedicated to their learning. It's just incredible because you you say, yes, that's what learning is all about. That's what children's learning is all about. And this is a way that you promote children's entire being, all of their emotions, all of their senses, and their feelings of being in the world that are so positive. I mean, young children have the capacity to do an incredible amount of learning if they're given the space and the attention and the freedom to express themselves in all kinds of ways. So that's what this exhibit shows, is that freedom of expression, the learning from that freedom, and the interaction of children with children, children with adults, and children with their environment. How can young people be the leaders of the early childhood development movement? Well, that's a great question. Well, to start learning what early childhood education is all about. It's a bit different than when you're in school and you've, you've got an academic subject that you're really going to have to learn. Early childhood is different in that it really is this freedom of exploration, listening to children, this promotion of uh, environments that will allow them to learn. And these environments don't have to cost anything. I mean, this is an empty building. It's a field where they can gather plants turn those plants into dye or turn them into pictures. So I think young people are the perfect student to learn about early childhood education. We have our universities that offer those programs. Definitely coming to this exhibit would give you a little boost in wanting to be an early childhood education teacher. Is there anything else you'd like to add? 
I'm very excited that Generation Justice is interested in this. So anyone who's listening to this should try to get to the Natural History Museum because this exhibit, Wonder of Learning, is only going to be here another month. So that is the first thing for anybody who wants to be an early childhood educator is come see this exhibit because it'll give you just enough oomph to say, yes, I can do that. It sounds like the Reggio Emilia model promotes learning and thinking critically as opposed to memorization and just going through the motions. I think a learning environment like that is essential for humans to be more connected to themselves and each other. I can remember being a kid and using my imagination to help explore the world around me. That is something that we all can relate to. We'd like to thank you, Mimi Stewart, for taking the time to speak with us. Now up next for music is a song called Seven Months by Bamboo. When Generation Justice journeyed to the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, we were accompanied by a group of young people from the Partnership for Community Action. Upon entering the exhibit, you can see various walls and panels that feature videos, photos, and a wide variety of information about early childhood. One wall in particular featured a powerful poem by Loris Malaguchi called The Hundred Languages. Here it is. The child is made of 100. The child has 100 languages. 100 hands, 100 thoughts. 100 ways of thinking, of playing, of speaking. 100 always, 100 ways of listening. Of marveling, of loving, a hundred joys. For singing and understanding a hundred worlds. To discover a hundred worlds, to invent a hundred worlds. To dream the child has a hundred languages and a hundred, hundred, hundred more. But they steal ninety-nine. The school and the culture separate the head from the body. They tell the child to think without hands, to do without head, to listen and not to speak. To understand without joy, to love and to marvel, only at Easter and at Christmas. They tell the child to discover the world already there, and of the hundred they steal ninety-nine. They tell the child that work and play reality and fantasy. Science and imagination, sky and earth, reason and dream are things that do not belong together. And thus they tell the child that the hundred is not there. The child says no way, the hundred is there. That poem was Bellissimo, 
It's true. There is not one language, just like nothing is objective. The freedom of imagination knows no boundaries. And that's what empowers young children into learning more about themselves and how they can apply that to the world around them. Thank you to the youth members of the Partnership for Community Action for reciting this poem. Before we continue, here's a song called A Fire Love by Ed Sheeran. Grandma used to say, he used to say. We've reached the end of our show tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. This show is part of American Graduate Let's Make It Happen, a partnership with the Mexico PBS and a public media initiative funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. If you are interested in learning more about access to quality early education and the Reggio Emilia approach, tune in to Public Square on New Mexico PBS on November 20th at 8 p.m. We would like to thank Mimi Stewart, the state representative from New Mexico's District 21, and Badgie Rankin, executive director at the New Mexico Association for the Education of Young Children. We would also like to thank Antonio Grinnell, Chantel Reese, Edith Sanchez, and Jessica Mares. Special thanks to Jordan Numberzat, George Luna Pena, and Chantel Trujillo for conducting tonight's interviews. Shout out to our fancy editors this week, Cristina Rodriguez, Chantel Trujillo, and George Luna Pena. Thank you to Christina and Chantel for producing tonight's show. Production assistance came from George Luna Pena, Melissa Harris, and Roberta Rael. Much appreciation to all of our youth media makers here at Generation Justice. You're always our MVPs. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past shows, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and much, much more. We're also active on social media, so please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation. And, of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm your host, Jordan Enverzot. And I'm your other host, Carson Lafferty. We'll end the show with a few more songs. Then, following us on KUNM is Spoken Word. See you next Sunday at 7 o'clock. As always, keep it casual, but if not, go beyond.